following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Another episode of Eat Sleep List, your home for list making here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Dan Torres, and with me as always is my good friend, my co-host, one of the sunshines of my life, Mr. Matt Johnson. It's good to see you, buddy, and I'm happy to be here with you tonight. Great to see you, too. Uh, wish it could have been in studio, uh, but you and I are both coming off of very, very hectic days. Uh, so next week we'll, we will reconvene in studio, but, uh, I am excited as always more Christmassy stuff today. Uh, good Christmassy stuff, of course. So, which is, uh, always, always a nice time and always, uh, helps bring our spirits up. Yeah, this is a fun one. Cause I, uh, I feel like there's, a, a, it's very objective or subjective, like what, uh, what your Christmas music tastes are and what everybody grew up listening to in specific ways. And I know like your genre plays into that too a lot, but this is talking about Christmas music, especially when it's good. We did the bad uh, Christmas music list last year and that was yeah. fun, but these are equally as fun. Cause this is the stuff that really brings you into the holiday spirit. Like the specials we've talked about, the movies we talked about different traditions definitely bring that joy. But Christmas music is the easiest way to just consume Christmas media. And I had a fun time putting together this one. I did too. And I actually found myself struggling again to complete a top 10 list because it just, I like most, if, you know, most Christmas music, you know, obviously we had 10 kind of doozies last year, but regardless, they each kind of bring out an emotion uh, within me, which is, you know, that's the important thing about music or any art. Uh, when you consume it is to uh, is, is to bring about a, a, some kind of a, an emotion. And uh, Christmas music does that. I listen to it um, regularly on, you know, at work, whether it's, you know, off my phone. I work, listen to it while I'm driving. Uh, and I think it's 96.1 or 9 now that does 24-hour, 24-7 Christmas music. So, um, so yeah, it's it, – it, Christmas songs are are the best, and it is. It's it's kind of like a flavor of the month thing, but um, but yeah, it is kind of cool to see how our you know see how our tastes are. But I, I did have I did have a lot of trouble putting this one together. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really hard. There are some that I just love just to love, um, and ones that I'm gonna be like I feel like I'm gonna get oh like that's everybody's favorite or things yeah. like that, but. This is a lot of fun, and uh, it, it's going to be I, – I feel like this is going to be a really fun one for people to listen back to as well. So you, without further ado, you ready to make a list, buddy? Let's make a list. All right. Our top 
10 favorite Christmas songs. Matt, start us off with number 10, sir. All right. Where do I begin? Let's get... Um, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's get this one out of the way. I like it a lot. Um, it's uh, it's it's not a, it's it's a traditional. It's a considered a classic Christmas song, but it's it's different in the sense where it's thought provoking. I'm gonna go John Lennon's "Happy Xmas." The war is over. Um, uh, for this one, him and Yoko Ono. This is one of his like uh, uh, maybe one of his last kind of, like music contributions. I'm not sure exactly when this was written, but I it's. It's weird when I hear this song. Um, it's funny. Last year on, on the worst Christmas songs, um, John Lennon's former bandmate was it Sir Paul McCartney made uh, made for the my top ten least favorite. It just it was a weird song. But this one, it's a good one. It's very thought provoking, um, uh, which is kind of where John Lennon was at at this point in his life. And uh, you know, it was uh, it's a, it's a different vibe it's a different flow a lot of the ones are uh you know on my list are upbeat and jolly and uh this one this one i had to put it on there because i do kind of like to listen to it it's got a nice guitar riff um you know nice instrumental to it and uh and and gives you a different kind of perspective on christmas there's another one that i almost put on for the same exact reason it's a stevie wonder song i won't go into it um but uh, but yeah, this I'm gonna put John Lennon's "Happy Xmas" here at number ten. I think I know what Stevie Wonder song you're talking about too. The um, "Someday a Christmas" one. Yes. Are, yep. you, are you referring to one that? Yep. Yeah, I I like that one a lot. Um, it's a it's definitely kind of an off the beaten path one, but it's such a sweet sweet uh song i actually really look forward to hearing that one every year that one didn't make my list either but um it's because it is definitely more sentimental and that kind of goes in a different category for me agreed agreed yeah very good that's a great song to lead us off in fact i i definitely remember you referenced paul being on there i i remember putting the uh war is over but the version that maroon five does because yes. the adam levine's voice is just absolutely terrible is yeah. just garbage some and songs should just not be touched from him yeah some songs should just yeah. not be touched and i think that one is one of them yeah absolutely very good thank you um my number 10 is going to also kind of be my off the beaten path one or my you know, kind of the one that doesn't fit with the holiday season that still does. Um, and because I'm a Torres, I have to put this on here. It's Elvis Presley's Blue Christmas. Very good. Uh, it's, you know, it's your Christmas uh, sad song, your Christmas sad love song of not being with your true love or whatever. You could take it kind of however you want to um, in those senses, but his version of it, just his style of the blues, the rock and roll that he did. It just is an ambiance that fits so well together. And uh, my dad is a massive Elvis fan. So this was always up playing in my house when I was growing up. And I've grown to just have a really, really heavy love for it. So my number 10 is Blue Christmas by Elvis. Yeah, it's a great one. I can assure, well, I don't have any Elvis. On my, there, I, there was a couple like close ones. I guess I can kind of put them on here, but... um it's Elvis is 
tremendous. My my mom adored Elvis. Uh, I mentioned it last year. You know, growing up after Thanksgiving, like my mom would have the stereo system in the basement playing all a bunch of different Christmas CDs on shuffle. So it constant after a song, it would shuffle. It was just on all the time, and it's just. It had this great aura, and and Elvis was a very very important part of that aura of just nonstop Christmas music. So, uh, yeah, I think that is a tremendous pick. It is uh, definitely fitting. I toyed with having it on here, um, because it it is it is a really good one. And I don't know, he just hit the way he just blue Christmas. You know, he did just the whole. He has such range with his voice. It's it's impressive. And he has such control, I would say, too. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. All right. We are on to our number nine, Matt. Okay. Uh, number nine, I'm going to go Last Christmas by Wham uh, is, is on here. It's a little bit more upbeat. It's kind of like a it's, – it's got a pop feel to it. And Wham was one of the – bigger i would say band it's george michael and um but one of the bigger 80s kind of well one of the biggest 80s music acts and uh and it's got a it's got a nice like kind of pop beat but a nice tradition to it you know last christmas i gave you my heart and uh yeah i just i i really like that i really like this one be me being an 80s music lover to kind of hear that uh is, is always a treat and yeah, especially from one like somebody as legendary as George Michael. So I'm going to put that one here at number nine. Very nice. I'm not going to say a lot about it because it makes my list somewhere. Um, okay. So I'll definitely have more to follow up with. But yeah, I mean, when I'm doing a Christmas song, you can't ask for too much more than that, especially something original like that. A lot yes. of bands do crappy covers of Christmas songs, yes. but this was an original and actually thought out Christmas song. So I'll always appreciate that. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point because it, it we talked about it last year how there are just so many covers like no very rarely do people do original like good original music. I have to say, I got to give it a shout out just because uh, Carrie Underwood has put out a lot of very good original Christmas music over the last couple years. A um, couple of them just missed the list, but uh, she's really really good at 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 doing that. I just I just I don't I don't care for covers anymore. I just. It, just like the John Lennon Happy Christmas, just leave the classics alone. Unless you're Michael Bublé. Yeah, absolutely. That's about it. That's it. What a perfect segue that is. <laughs> because speaking of the King of Christmas himself, um, my number nine is going to be uh, Michael Bublé's version of It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Um, I've always been a gigantic Michael Bublé fan. Uh, his crooner style has just been incredible over the years. Um, he just has the most beautiful voice and does so much with it. Uh, and he's kind of become this meme over the years of like, oh, every time Christmas comes, Michael Buble emerges and uh, he kind of has the Mariah Carey effect now when it comes to it. But he deserves to have at least a time of year where his music is being played all the time. Uh, but his version of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas to me, I feel gets played 
more than any other version that I hear around, except for maybe the the original versions that you hear. Yeah. Um, but he is just so good with uh, capturing the feel of it. And I love his version and the swing it has to it. And he's always done so much with what he has. So he deserved a spot on my list. And it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by him makes it at my number nine. Yeah, very, very good. I remember like Michael Buble, like he he started off like kind of doing a little bit more like, I don't know what you call it, mainstream music. And then he disappeared for a long while. And then he was just Christmas God. Like that was that was basically what his role uh his role became. And I like you know, I I I like it for that. He's got a, his voice is absolutely amazing. Um we dance to a I think it was a Sinatra song, The Way You Look Tonight, and I'm Almost positive we danced to the Michael Bublé version. I can't remember it now that I put myself on the spot like that. But um, listening to various various songs, he's just he's got the voice of an angel, and I'm glad he's found his niche in pop culture. Um, being being the Christmas guy, being the Christmas guy. Mariah Carey's the Christmas woman, and Michael Bublé is the Christmas guy. So, very good choice on that one. Thank you, sir. We are already at number eight. Matt, number eight. All right. Number eight. Um, Going to put uh, Burl Ives, uh, his Holly Jolly Christmas on here. I, oh, Man. So for me, again, that basement stereo CD player on shuffle is just like filled with like 50s and 60s christmas like that's that that's classic christmas music that's that's christmas music at you know perfection in my opinion i i remember looking at the old you know cd cases and it had like the little rca dog on it or like our from rca records uh our stereo is rca like all like that that stuff just stands out to my my mind and RCA is just to you know again it's like it was like a Dalmatian or it was just an adorable dog on it but that was like that just goes hand in hand uh, with that time period but um you have a holly jolly Christmas uh, again a little bit more little pep in the step a little uh, you know a little bit of a rock twist to it. I would have to say that when it comes to classic Christmas music, it's like there's like four, there's like four people like the Mount Rushmore. It's Sinatra, Crosby, Elvis, and Burl Ives. And there's some other really, really good ones too. But those are always just kind of, those are always the ones who kind of have the the mainstream hits for me. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. There, there's one more person who's in the next entry that I feel like belongs in that category too. But yeah, that I feel like that version specifically is so good. It just makes me feel immediately warm and fills me with the Christmas spirit, like not to be cliche, but right. I immediately get those feelings from that. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. It's, it's so good. Um, the other person I would add to that list of like the Christmas uh, greats uh, would be Nat King Cole, who is my next yep. uh, in- entry for his uh, 
Christmas song, his chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Um, this is another one that just with the whole ambiance of the song, it just brings me directly to the Christmas season. It just makes me all of a sudden be feel cozy in my house with a cup of hot chocolate decorating my Christmas tree. Uh, it's it's snowing outside, Christmas movies on. If that is one of like the ultimate Christmas songs because it just puts you right in that mode. There are some that you can kind of listen to all year round and still get some kind of enjoyment out of. But this is one that I feel like has to be in the Christmas season when you do it. It just has that feel to it. Um, and it's just one of the best. I have so many good memories of uh, decorating around Christmas and doing stuff around the house and my mom just having his Christmas album on. Um, and I'll never forget times like that. So he deserved a spot on my list. So he comes in at number eight. That is a great one. Uh, yeah, he really sets the like, like when like when you're reading a book or you know listening to a st- or watching a. Well, I'm trying to not really necessarily watching a movie, but when you're when you're or, or looking at a painting or something, it just like really just sets the scene for you. More more so reading the book, like you could visualize. Uh, a, a scene, he, you know, chestnuts roasting in an open fire, and you can just kind of picture like this Christmas cozy, dark living room area, uh, and uh, you know, just just with the fireplace going, and uh, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool vibe, it's a cool vibe. So I love that choice for you, for sure. Thank you very much. On to our number seven, Matt. What's your number seven? All right. I am going to go um let's go jingle bell rock uh for this one another another heavy kind of rock one it's uh by Bobby Helms you know jingle bell and I was listening to that a couple of times on the way in and uh yeah it's 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 fun it's it feels, I mean, it feels obviously very Christmassy, but it's just, uh, I don't know why. I remember this one decoration my mom had on the wall in the basement when we were growing up. It was this white, it was like, it's a white colored sign. It says Merry Christmas and it had like, it had light it lit up. It like the out, the outside of it, the rim of it was kind of like, or the frame of it was kind of lit up. And I have no idea where it went. It, but I don't know why. Every time I hear that song, I think of that ornament or decoration. I have no idea why. But uh, it's a really, really cool one. I, I used to love the way they dialed up our bass mix. We used to throw Christmas parties at my parents' house when we were little, little. And uh, I'm not sure why that changed. But uh, but the way that they would dial up the basement was uh, was really, really cool. And, uh, and, and that song hits, hits with it. So Jingle Bell Rock is my number seven. Isn't it so funny how memories are of specific things like will stay with you forever? Like that that ornament you were talking about. I have specific items from like Christmas in in, in my childhood that I'll always just think of when I hear certain things for no particular reason at all. Yeah, yeah. It's that's the beauty of a that's the beauty of Christmas music, and that's the beauty of this time of the year. So. I yeah, yeah it's it is really cool how it uh, it could just trigger trigger a memory like that 
hundred percent. Very good. Uh, my number seven, I feel like as a hip hop fan, I had to include something from the hip hop category um, in Christmas music. There are certain things that I absolutely love. Um, if DMX had actually like really recorded a version of him doing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, that would probably be my number one because that version is just incredible of him doing that. Uh, but I had to go old school here, and I'm gonna put uh, "Christmas and Hollis" by Run DMC in at my number seven. Um, it's it's one of my favorites ever. I absolutely love Run DMC. Uh, when I first got into hip hop, I would I kind of got into the modern people from my time, like my sixth, seventh, eighth grade time, and. I ended up backtracking and being like, okay, well, what do I have to go back to in order to truly appreciate what we have now? So I definitely went back to like a lot of 90s hip hop, a lot of 80s stuff. And uh, Run DMC became one of my favorite groups out of that because of their the original way they were able to put everything together. And <laughs> Christmas and Hollis is just the perfect 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 christmas song for them to do specifically because not a ton happens within it like the 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 fact that uh i think it's reverend run that and starts it off but uh him saying he was in the park and he sees a reindeer and a wallet and it had a billion dollars in cash or whatever in it and uh, it was Santa Clauses or whatever. So he's thinking, oh, I got to get it back to him. And then he finds out that's his Christmas present. Like all <laughs> just these these very like neighborhood things that you're like, how would we write? How would I write a Christmas song with my friends and just kind of kick it? And that's how that's the vibe it always, always, always gives me. And Run DMC was always so good at putting songs together that way. And this didn't feel any different than anything else they had ever done. So uh, my number seven is going to be Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Very good choice. I, you know what? I forgot that was a thing. I have not heard that song in a very long time. And I looked up a lot of lists. I listened to Christmas Essentials. And that song, like Christmas Essentials on like Apple Music has everything. And I don't even know if that's on there. Damn, I you just unlocked a memory for me. Dude, it's Run DMC was so iconic. You think of when they did Walk This Way and With Aerosmith. Yeah, the, I the, love that. Yeah, the, the fact that they collaborated to do that is kind of insane for the time period. Like hip hop artists weren't really doing that with bands at the time. They weren't like collaborating with a lot of now you see it all the time. You see like these super groups forming with uh, like Rage Against the Machine works with a lot of hip hop artists. You got Travis Barker working with everybody. But this was like the first time two major artists from those different genres mesh something else together. Yeah, it was, uh, it, that was a big, big deal back in the 80s and helped really put it on the map. So, uh, tremendous stuff, tremendous stuff. And great choice for your yeah. list. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. All right. On to number six, Matt. All right, number six. I'm going to put uh, 
Let's go uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Um, I love the intro to it. And then it just drops. And it just gets right into it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, like that one, like along with like Holly Jelly Christmas, Jingle Bell Rock, um, just remind me of old like Christmas parties, like, uh, like, mm-hmm. like going, like going to Christmas parties as a kid. Um, it reminds me of all that. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a good one. I, I just, I just like the whole, um, I like the vibe that that one gives. So yeah, let's go rocking around the Christmas tree with, uh, with Brenda Lee. I love that song. Um, I always specifically think of um, that scene in home alone where Kevin McAllister is pretending he's having that party in his house and they're pulling up. (laughs) I always, I I've, I've heard that song in a million different locations, but just to, uh, whenever I hear it, that scene just kind of plays in my mind a little bit of Kevin, like in the house dancing while he's like maneuvering the things. He's such a man. Macaulay Culkin was a treasure when we had him. Oh, I know he was great. I, I got to watch that one yet. I've been making a big effort this weekend, the last week or so, honestly, since our Christmas special episode to start watching more Christmas stuff. And I, I did, frosty yesterday and a couple other ones but i gotta start doing home alone's gotta be on the list uh, coming up soon we just did home alone 2 on friday night which i wasn't i didn't watch much as a kid like i always just left it at the first one and was like this is it like i don't need anything other than this this is fine like leave it as it is yeah but lost in new york is actually a really really good follow-up to that movie it's it's almost just as funny I I agree. I agree. It's it's uh it's very underrated. Very underrated. Yeah, agreed. Very good entry to your list. Love Thank that you. song, man. Uh my number six is going to be I need to um look at the artist for this too, just because I need to give uh credit where it's due. Um, but of course it is going to be uh, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano. I knew it was Feliciano. I couldn't remember the first name. I absolutely love it. Um, one, because as a kid, it was, you know, growing up uh, Puerto Rican, but not speaking too much Spanish all the time. I was always looking for ways to like get connected to my heritage and my roots and things like that. And listening to music in Spanish meant something to me. And to have Feliz Navidad be such a mainstream song, like a really big song that people go to and know like, oh, this is like, this is my heritage. This is part of my culture. This is, you know, it was a cool thing because there wasn't a ton of that back then. And until like high school where in general, I started listening to like more like reggaeton, like Daddy Yankee was big. So I was into like that whole discography now you have people like Bad Bunny who are taking over the entire world on Latin music, and I absolutely love seeing that. But especially around the holidays, I love feeling represented, especially because of how big Christmas is in Spanish-speaking countries. And this is such a good little taste of that world to bring to everybody. And um, 
I always love hearing it around the holidays, especially the instruments in it are so, so good. The vocals are great. I, I absolutely love Feliz Navidad as a song. So it comes in at my number six. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a very very good one. Um, yeah, you're right. It it does have. I mean the the music, uh, the the instrumentals, the instruments uh, has a very like it hits that 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 culture uh, so so well, and the fact that it's a mainstream song and it stayed so mainstream and it is one of the iconic things. It's a huge testament to, um, you know, I forget what was his name again. I apologize. Jose Feliciano. Jose Feliciano. Um, you know, huge credit to him and in huge credit to just, just, we say it all the time, right? If you can hit one, if you can get one Christmas song to hit and be, you know, immortalized, you're set for life. And I'm not sure if that gentleman's still alive or not, but them residual paychecks got to be pretty damn sweet. I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I hope so for his sake, man. I hope so. My, my man's cashed in like Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. Ah, why'd you have to make a Mets reference like that, right? I know. Damn it. I know. I liked I... you too. <laughs> oh, terrible. Uh, all right. We are already on to our top five for Christmas songs. We are moving right through. Matt, number five. All right. My number five, I'm going to go with my first of two Bing Crosby songs. Um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Um, it's got a nice pacing to it. Obviously, a couple, I'm sure, I, I'm most positive that other people have done it. Um, like a little bit faster version, but I just, there's something about the sound. It just sounds old. And that gives me like a warm kind of vibe to it. Um, but I like, I, I I love the Rat Pack. All right. I'm a big fan of the Rat Pack era of people, of, of singers and, and Bing Crosby's pretty much a part of it. Um, pretty much part of that era. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the, it's going to look a lot like Christmas. Cause it's uh, as soon as that first snow hits, it's in my mind. It's in my mind every single yeah. time. So I'm going to roll with that. Yeah, that's an excellent version of it as well. That's that's one of the – there's Bublé's, and that's, I think, the probably the second best-known version of that song because it's so good. And like you said, there's there's definitely a feeling to it. Um, it, it it's not old, but it, it definitely has that worn – sound uh from recordings from that area uh, from that era like it could kind of break at any second if that makes any sense oh yeah yeah it's uh yeah. it's a good vibe also um forgive me bing crosby was not part of the red pack <laughs> i get oh I, yeah i, I apologize I, I didn't even catch that when you said that yeah i goofed up i goofed up on that but he's right in that time period so um who was in the Rat Pack? That was Frank, Sammy, uh, Dean Martin, and who else? Who's the other member of that? Oh, let's see. It varies. Uh, Errol Flynn, Nat King Cole, Mickey Rooney, Frank Sinatra. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's an informal group of entertainers, but yeah. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. What a so. different time to live in. 
now we just have like record uh, record label gangs yes yes <laughs> basically very nice matt i love that pick thank you um my number five is going to be another artist that um is near and dear to my heart because of my father um and that's going to be the beach boys with little saint nick um i absolutely love little saint nick as a song because it's just so fun and peppy this is another one where um a lot of like the originals that are coming up on here because i think most of these coming up are originals so many of these i like because it doesn't sound like the artist trying to be anything else than they are they're not yeah. pretending to be any genre of music that that they're not and the between little saint nick man with all the toys like all those beach boys songs that they did for the holidays sound like beach boys songs they don't sound like they're doing it for the label they sound like they're doing it to write a christmas song and to have fun with it um and i've always loved that about uh these songs by the beach boys specifically uh so number five goes to little saint nick yeah that's that's a very good one it's impressive too because he got that surf sound that the beach boys were you know based made famous and was very unique you know very unique. They found a way to do it, and they found a way to make it a Christmassy surf sound. Yeah, it's yeah. very, it's very distinct, very distinct, and very good song. Yeah, like who, who would have thought that these, like, you could make like a almost like a California sounding Christmas song and have it go so smooth? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that at all. No. But they did it. No, they pulled it off and made it work. So. Very good. Yeah, 100%. All right. Top four for our favorite Christmas songs. Matt, number four. All right. My number four, I'm going to put... Uh, I'm going to put uh, the most... Ha- I think probably the most hated, or one of the most hated Christmas songs of all time. Uh, do they know it's Christmas time? Uh, by from Band Aid, it's like a it's it was a song meant for charity and stuff, and everybody's twisted around and and made it seem like it's the worst thing ever. And maybe if you look to if you look hard enough, it's the worst. But I I've always had a weird like affinity for the song. But when they did, it was Daddy's Home too, and they sang yeah. it uh, in the the movie theater lost power and like. Will, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg started singing it, and they got the whole, like, whole movie theater to do it. And John Cena started singing it, and Mel Gibson had a line, and it was it had a nice touch. I think if you take it for what it is, I think you can appreciate it. Um, it's got an interesting beat for to it, uh, you know, it's interesting instrumental, and I, I don't I don't so much mind the lyrics, but. Um, but yeah, I uh, I, I like I like it a lot. I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I I do enjoy it. You know, I put this on my list last year when we were talking 
talking about worst Christmas songs and retroactively, I would 100% take that back <laughs> as, as far as it being one of the worst. And it's because it's partially because of the appreciation for daddy's home too, that I have now and like how just brilliant that scene was, or those scenes were it, it it's, it's so much fun as a song. And you know what? It's original. It has an, it's an 80s song. It has an 80s sound to it. Like it's, it's definitely something. It's not people just putting out something for no reason. And, you know, it being for charity too makes a ton of sense when it comes down to it. But yeah, I gave that song way more hate than it should have gotten. Yeah. I, uh, every time I play it and it's like, yeah, I like it. Somebody's got something to say. So yeah, I, uh, Super, super support. Yeah, I, I don't care. I will enjoy it. I will be the only person who enjoys it if I have to be. That's my that's my number four. Good for you. You that's that's how you should stick to that song. Thank you. Um, my number four, once again, with the pattern on this list, another um song that sounded like the artists weren't trying to, you know, just make something, even though for the label. These guys were 100% putting this out because the label told them to. Um, this is Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. So I am a massive, massive, massive pop music fan. I don't know if people know that about me. I, I love weird categories of music. I love hip hop. I love heavy rock. I love pop music. I love electronic. And I love like classical. Those would be my top five weirdly none of those go together but somehow they all blend in um and i a big uh part of my love for pop music comes from in sync and just the era we grew up in in the 90s where they were enormous but you hear their harmonies you hear their blends you see justin timberlake and where he is now how big they are since they did that um revival for the new trolls movie how much everybody was like thank god like we wanted this for so long you see the impact they've had and this song is one of the reason why you can hear this on any christmas playlist that they have in like a store or um on the internet on spotify or things like that this will undoubtedly come up at some point in them because it's such a fun poppy uh feel good song for the holidays and it sounds exactly like an in-sync christmas song should um i love listening to it every year i save it specifically for this time of year merry christmas and happy holiday by in-sync is my number four yeah i love that one another one they just missed my list see that was the very first like i, I was trying to find a way to fit it on like put like push something out to put it on because that was the first new christmas song that i felt like was from my generation right or for well i mean in our sake our generation but it, it's like again i had heard all the oldies and this was the first like new song i remember watching they used to do do you remember when disney channel by chance do you by chance remember disney channel used to do concerts they used to it was like it, we used to tape them and they did a Christmas concert. Yep. They did an NSYNC Christmas concert one year. And it was the, oh, it was the coolest thing. But um, 
but that was one of their big that was one of their big songs and uh yeah i i adored it so that's uh yeah that's that's a great one great choice and uh very fitting of a top uh top of the lister thank you sir appreciate that all right we are on to our top three christmas songs matt you're number three all right i'm gonna go to uh the singer's name is andy williams and it's the most wonderful time of the year and i think nothing gets me hyped up for christmas more than this song i uh, i just like the grandiose beginning to it you know with all the uh, all the instruments just kind of it's the most like i i picture when i hear this song i picture christmas shopping like i remember like I associate it with going into a mall and having the mall. Like I, I miss malls during the holidays. We used to have so many around here, and they used to dial them up. I mean, dial them up to the brim for Christmas. I remember going to the Boulevard Mall, and they had the Boulevard Mall Bear Band, and I don't even think those things uh. exist anymore. And they used to have all like just all the lights. The the Rainbow Mall in Niagara Falls was like. like dialed up for, i remember we used to go there for christmas every year in elementary school um fashion outlets does an okay job summit park mall used to do a really really good job i just have such vivid memories of that, that and this song just brings that like to me like kind of brings those memories back and just walk you know just walking in and and here we go uh it it's 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 christmas time it's here and and it's coming up fast so i i love that one we just uh, watched this movie. Hold on, I'll find it. But uh, at the beginning of it, that song played, and Julie even commented uh, in that moment that she was like, "I think this is one of my favorite Christmas songs, just because yeah. the feel is always so good. It always has such a nice swell to it. Like you know exactly what song it is when it comes on. It just missed my list as well. Um, yeah, it it's." one of the best uh it's one of the best christmas songs that you could hear out there it just puts you right in the spirit immediately a million movies have uh have used it in their uh in their christmas stuff uh it's one of the go-tos it's one of the iconic ones surviving christmas was the name of the movie that i uh watched the other day that had it in it but that one's actually if you're looking for like a cheesy kind of you know how those like crappy Christmas movies are sometimes really good, even though they're not necessarily crappy. You just know what you're getting. Um, it's one of those ones with Ben Affleck, uh, Christina Applegate, uh, Catherine O'Hara's in it, uh, James Gandolfini's in it. It's a good movie overall. It's hilarious, but it's one of those off the beaten path kind of lifetime looking movies that they would do. Um, but yeah, that song starts it and you immediately know like, oh, Christmas time. We're right in it. Like this is, we're in the thick of it already. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, uh, it's the best, it's the best way. Like, uh, as soon as, in my opinion, as soon as Halloween is over with, that's the first song going on in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely a good one to start with for sure. Very good, Matt. That's an excellent pick. Thank you. Uh, my number three 
is going to be um, Bing Crosby and David Bowie's uh, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy mm. combo that they do. Um, I love the blend in this song. And every time uh, I remember that it's Bing Crosby and David Bowie, I'm always like, this is a mistake. Like, this is a listing mistake. There's no way that it's those two people. Like that just it doesn't even seem like it could possibly happen. But yeah, they they were they crossed generations. They uh collaborated for this song and it's unbelievable. It's so good. The two part um split between the two of them is amazing. Uh their vocals together blend really 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 well. Um and it's super original because You've heard Little Drummer Boy before, but not this version where it's kind of being, it, there's there's a really nice ambiance behind it. I think ambiance is a key word for a lot of the songs that I have in here too. Yeah. Um, but there's something about it that I just, I really, really, really enjoy this particular song. Uh, so that comes in at my number three. Very good. Very good. That's another one I haven't heard in a little while either. Um. Yeah, it's crazy to think that those two cross paths. I'm not sure when Bowie got his kind of break. I'm guessing it must have been. It had to have been 70s, late 70s, early 80s, probably. Yeah, I'm thinking 70s because, again, Guardians of the Galaxy, like his whole awesome mix from the first one was like 60s and 70s music. So. I'm thinking maybe that's not, and maybe I don't know. Regardless, it's pretty cool that they did. They did end up doing a crossover. So, yeah, I agree. Great choice. All right, top. Thank you, sir. Top two as far as our Christmas songs go. Matt, number two. All right, so I'm. White Christmas is the song. Um, I. I have three different singers though who I like whose version I like of it. Um Bing Crosby, duh. Um Elvis Presley, yes. Also, Willie Nelson has a very good version of it that's very unique to him. Um part of it is my admiration. You know how much I love the Weather Channel and when I go and watch old, uh, just for the, the just for shits and giggles, I go and watch old, like weather or local on the eights, like one from back in the eighties. They actually used Willie Nelson's White Christmas for song, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. There's a connection there. Um, I don't think of Willie Nelson as a Christmas song guy, but uh, but he did it. <laughs> He has a whole album, and it's actually not too bad. But uh, yeah, it's uh, White Christmas is a, is a really good one. Nice, uh, uh, good pacing to it. Good, uh, I, I I like the words to it. It's you know, I associate it with a snowy Christmas, and it's uh, yeah, it's it it's it's a beloved one in my house household. So White Christmas comes in at number two. Yeah, I love that one too. Great song, great movie as well. I love White Christmas as a movie. Yes, that's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, very good. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that because it's definitely one of those go-to classics. This is one of the epitomes of Christmas songs when I think of them. Yeah, it's one of the goats. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, My number two is going to be another original. Um, It's Elton John's Step Into Christmas. I absolutely love um, Elton as a person. I love him as an artist. Um, I love the sound that he brings in in all of his songs. And Step Into Christmas is another one where doesn't feel like he's trying to be anything he's not. It's definitely like the Elton John Christmas song, if you were to ask for it, down to every little thing he does in it. It's such a poppy, uh, jumpy, really good, like feel-good song that you can always just vibe to uh, and get into the season with. Elton's a legend. There's not even much more to it than that. He's just uh, one of the best artist that's ever lived and the fact that he put out an original christmas song is it's just kind of a gift to all of us really um so step into christmas is coming in at my number two yeah i love me some elton john another another i would have to honorable mention it um this one elton john's one of my favorite musical artists of all time and maybe we could someday we could do a uh just a general, like our top 10 favorite music acts. Uh, Elton John would be on there in a heartbeat because he's that good. And the ironic thing is it's not even off of a full Christmas album, right? It's, it's, it's on a yeah. goodbye yellow brick road album. Mm-hmm. I don't think Elton John did a full Christmas album ever, but um, which I'm surprised about. He, I think he'd do wonders at it. I really do. Yeah, but, he'd probably be he'd probably put out a really, really good original Christmas album. Yeah, he would. So um but yeah, cannot go wrong with that. I uh I love that choice. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. All right, and just like that, we are on to our number one entry for our favorite Christmas songs. Matt, what is your number one? All right. My number one, it's uh have yourself a merry little Christmas by Frank Sinatra. It's soft. It's 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 got a it's got a nice relaxing tone to it. Um, there's a there's a line in that song that gets me every time. It's um, I gotta I gotta find I gotta find the uh, I gotta find the exact one. The exact lines. Uh, merry little Christmas lyrics. Christmas lyrics, but it's like, um, we'll be together as long as the fates align. And it's, um, yep, someday soon we'll all be together if the fates or fates if the fates allow. And that always gets me that, like, I usually like burst into tears when I hear that song, like, no lie, because it makes you think, um, you know, about Christmas's past and you know, people who you don't get to celebrate Christmas with anymore. And also kind of realizing that, you know, time isn't isn't infinite Uh, and to spend, you know, Christmas, the holidays, every chance you get with the people that you care about, the people that you're going to miss someday, Um, you know, when they're all gone, when when those opportunities aren't there anymore. So I uh, this song, it hits me right in the feels every single time I, I cry like a baby. 
I did it twice today listening to this song. I do it every other, you know, every single time I listen to it. Uh, I think it's so well done, and it's such a, it, it, there's, there's such, there's a lot of meaning in the words. Like, it, it, it hits hard. So, yeah, that's, I'm going to go for my number one. Very nice. Yeah, I remember you mentioning how much you like this song in the past. Um, yeah. It's definitely, I I like it so much because it, it just gets straight to the meaning. It doesn't try and put on anything like bigger than it actually is. It just straight up breaks down how you should be spending your Christmas and just is a well-wishing song. It really is such a beautiful, beautiful song. It is. Uh, it is the best. Yeah. Easy. Number one choice there. All right. A lot of good ones on this list today, but that was the definite number one. Nothing makes me feel, um, feel Christmas time more than that. So. Yeah. I love that. Um, my number one has been mentioned on here before I mentioned this was on my list. And I don't know why this is my favorite Christmas song of all time, but Last Christmas by Wham is my favorite Christmas song ever. And it's and that's kind of a sad fact because it's such a, uh, a heartbreaking song. It's really about, you know, losing someone on Christmas that you love. But it, it's such a well written and well-produced song like it is so catchy i can never uh get enough of it around the holidays and i know it's supposed to be sad but it everything just blends together so well as being an original for that and it's so poppy to the point where it doesn't sound like it would be sad you know how um i don't know if you've ever heard this before but uh hey ya by outcast if yeah. you look at the lyrics, it's actually an unbelievably sad song about two people breaking up. And even in uh, right before the second chorus starts, Andre 3000 even says, y'all don't want to listen to the lyrics. Y'all just want to dance. <laughs> like he calls it out because it's such a uh, catchy song and it's so sad. This falls under the same category of I can't believe I've listened to this three times in a row, but I'm probably going to go for a fourth because of how George Michael sounds in this song. Um, it's I'm not a huge Wham fan in general. Like they they have a couple of songs that I think are really good, but this always um, this always does it for me. And I know my mom is out there somewhere cringing because she absolutely hates this song. But I did say <laughs> these lists were subjective. These are definitely subjective lists and everybody can have their own. Uh, but yeah, Last Christmas by number one is my favorite Christmas song of all time. That is a great choice. I was not expecting that. I actually don't know what I was expecting. Because I sometimes, like when I hear we're doing a list, I try to predict what your number one is. I was not expecting that one at all. I really wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I just said the earworm just has me on that song. Yeah. It, it just always, always will. Um, and I enjoy Christmas music in general, too. So I'll pretty much listen to anything. But this is the one I always fall back to. In fact, when I hear people covering it, I'm like, no, go away. Nothing. <laughs> not, you can't do nearly as good as the original. Give um, me wham. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But that was it. That was um, our top 10 favorite Christmas songs. 
kind of a shorter uh, time for this list this week, but this was one of the more fun ones we've done recently too. I feel like we did good, and like you, like we said, it 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 fit right in the Christmas you know time. I, I'm glad you know we came up with it. I know we adjusted who's picking what for you know uh, this week and. And instantaneously on the fly, you're like, you know what? Let's just do this one. And I'm glad I'm glad you chose it because it's. I'm actually surprised I hadn't do, I hadn't done it before. Uh, it's one of those ones that just kind of escaped me. So uh, I'm glad we got to do a positive one for Christmas music instead of the worst because it is uh, yeah. it is tremendous. Uh, next week we kind of gave you the Iggy last week, but uh, next week it's going to be our Christmas special. I'm thinking, Dan, we might maybe do a, a Christmas break the week after just kind of enjoy okay. the week off. We've been working hard this year and, um, and start fresh the new year. But um, next week is going to be the worst Christmas specials ideas list. So um, yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be, um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's going to be the, the worst licensed serial ideas list. It's going to be the worst uh, cart video game ideas list and ramp up the desire to cancel culture us like times 10. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we have our friend will coming on who Dan and Dan knows very, very well. Um, I've known him for a long time and we've been doing the panel discussion together, which is very NSFW. And um, it's it's a very raunchy show, and uh, we're gonna have some a lot of fun with it. And there's gonna be uh yeah, there's gonna be I'm sure there's gonna be some fun surprises. So make sure you tune in next week for the Eat Sleep List 2023 Christmas Special. For sure, I cannot wait for that episode. That's gonna be <laughs> such a blast. And Will's the perfect person to have for that. He's so good. Um, but. Thank you until then to all our listeners for um, being here and being with us for the holiday season. Matt, thank you as always for being you. You know, I love you and appreciate you always. Love you too, buddy. Thank you, sir. And um, until next time from Matt and myself. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the high